Un, deux, trois. Un, deux, trois. Un, deux, trois. Catorce. That was wrong. That was wrong. Catorce is the different language and everything. Anyway, that's right. This is where you'd usually find between the profound and the profane. <clears throat> That's right. This is where you'd usually find between the profound and the profane. But today, it's just me, your shit host, Chris, who's never been ready for anything in his life, and I'm certainly not ready for today's show. Today's show, um, well, recording day ended up being a uh, bit of a barbecue day. We here at the crumbling concrete studios just above the sinking swamps of Houston, Texas, we're pretty tired. At least I am definitely tired. Um, I don't want to call it total burnout because it's not total burnout but it's it's enough of a burnout for me to need to take a step back uh a lot sooner than i needed to thought i would you see we've been i've been we've been at this for for a year the bonus hours has been doing their best to run for almost a full year um we haven't been publishing and posting for the entire time but we've been working you know things like this start a lot sooner than anything shows up on the web um i thought that's one of the things that i learned while doing this over the last year um so we're just kind of we're tired uh we're we're getting a little burned out so we we needed to take a break this past recording day but because i am um a professional amateur I have to bring you something. There has to be something here, at least 30, maybe 45 minutes worth of content, because that's what I'm here for. And I also kind of thought that I should address some things uh, there. There have been a lot of ups and downs over the past year that we've done this. There's been a lot of um, changes uh, strange spots, um, a lot of not knowing what's going to come next. I, I figure that's part of the business, that's part of doing this thing that we're doing here. But um, without further ado, this is a bonus hours flagship episode of Between the Profound and the Profane, where I, your captain and shit host, Try to steer this vessel wherever the hell it needs to go. And I like to start every address with a reading of a short poem from my vulnerable and wholly embarrassing old poetry notebooks. This is my notebook from 2010 to about... I don't know when the last time I wrote in it was, but it started somewhere about seven years ago. I would have been however much 29 minus 7 is because I don't want to think about how... <laughs> 
22. I would have been 22. Yes. So we're just going to flip through. We're going to see if we can find at least one short poem. And we'll discuss where I was at the point when I wrote it, what I think it meant at the point, uh, what, what I, where I think my mind state was when it was placed in my little yellow notebook. Um, and perhaps, here we go. All right. Ooh, okay. This one's called Sitting in Judgment. I am perched precariously on the peak of my childhood home. My white trash owl neighbors neglected lawn. I'm going to start that over. I don't like that I wrote this. I need a sock filter. saying we like to do a quick poem here on the on the flagship um from my old notebooks this one comes from somewhere between 2010 2011 so i would have been 22 it's called sitting in judgment sitting in judgment i am per take again take again Take again, three, four. Sitting in judgment. I am perched precariously on the peak of my childhood home. My white trash neighbors neglected lawn looking up at me from, from beneath refuse. Twisted metal torn to shreds sits atop something with the consistency of old diapers. A teddy bear burned badly, barely hanging on by a thread. His cotton entrails strewn across the yard. They look upon me from behind blind blinds, judging the man on the roof. We're going to do that again. Three, two, one. Sitting in judgment. I am perched precariously on the peak of my childhood home. My white trash neighbor's neglected lawn looking up at me from beneath refuse. Twisted metal torn to shred sits atop something with the consistency of old diapers. A bear burned badly, barely hanging on by a thread, his cotton entrails strewn across the yard. They look upon me from behind blind blinds, judging the man on the roof. Ooh. Wasn't 22-year-old Chris deep and thoughtful? Um, I'm pretty sure I was wasted when I, when I wrote this. I, I had a habit uh, between 18 and I don't remember of getting ridiculously drunk and being atop of roofs. Uh, any roof would do. Uh, the roof of my workplace, the roof of the Walmart down the street, um, the roof of my mom's house. Um, uh, the roof of my mom's house, I was usually sitting up there to write and watch the sunset, um, because I, like every, 
uh, sad boy, trademark, uh, writer man. Uh, I romanticized the idea of the lonely drunk writer. It was very sad. And uh, at, at my mom's house, there was this, uh, there, we had these neighbors who lived behind us who apparently at 22 I called white trash and I'm sure, you know, I picked that up somewhere. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I was just, I suppose, sitting atop my mom's roof looking over all of the backyards around me and decided to be a jerk uh, to the people who lived behind us. <laughs> Watch what you put into your body, kids. Um, that takes us to... We'll, we'll do another one. We'll do another quick one. This one's called Alcoholic Alliteration. And boy, do I just hate younger me right now. Oh, you're an embarrassment, kid. I, God damn it. All right. Alcoholic Alliteration. My guts gurgle. Guzzling gulps gratuitously, a great grin of greed gapes across my gob. Gargantuan gallons of rum run gallantly round my gullet. Guaranteed satisfaction. <laughs> I think I just like the word alliteration more than anything. Uh... At least, uh, young drunk me had a sense of humor about himself, uh, and his very obvious problems. <laughs> everyone thought they were Bukowski, uh, when they were like, I mean, not everyone, but every, uh, shitty white boy that I know, me being one of those shitty, uh, white boy writers thought that they could be Bukowski for a little bit, but they could put their spin on it. I think this is my most spin of spins. There's definitely something in there. Uh, uh, tongue firmly planted in cheek. Um, Self-deprecation. I think I always did my best writing whenever I was um, not taking myself too seriously. I, I think that it's good that I chose these two, um, sitting in judgment and alcoholic alliteration, because they show the two different sides. One, I am trying to be an asshole. I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm, it's pretentious. The other one is, I know I'm pretentious. It's more self-aware. Huh. Nice walk down memory lane. Well, here we are. We've been at this for about a year, like I said. Um, there's been a lot of ups and downs. There's been a lot of ins and outs. There's been a lot of changes. Uh, I'm not sure how many people are actually consistently out there listening. Uh, most of our numbers are pretty skewed. Uh, somewhere in the maybe three to six hundreds uh, is, is about, you know, the numbers that I've seen. But that doesn't really matter. That's neither here nor there. It doesn't matter who is listening uh, now or in the future um, or at all. Um, recently, if you have 
seen or been around here. And if you are in the future, hi, howdy. Cool that you're here. Thanks for coming all the way back to talk to me from the past. Um, there was a lot of episodes preceding preceding uh, August of 2017 um, and there was a third member with us um, my, my friend Josh Lewis and he hasn't been around since about August maybe even before that July and June I don't know it's been a blur of a year. 2017 has gone by really fast. Taking on this project um, has sped up time a lot more than I thought it would. And it apparently put some stress and strain on my relationships. All of them. And not all of them um, could handle it. So, if you were here before... Um, or if you hear, uh, or or if you have seen, uh, happened upon some of our older episodes, or if you hear some of our still remaining, still surviving older episodes in which we reference somebody named Josh. Um, he was a friend of ours, and we had a bit of a falling out, um, and he's not coming back. And I just feel like I have to clear the air about all of that. Because um, I... It, 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 it really sucks. Uh, it it, it kind of blows. It's, it's kind of the worst thing that could possibly happen uh, to him. And uh, afterwards, far, far below to us over here. To me as his friend, to us as his friends, to us as project workers, people trying to make something, trying to build something. Uh, but I, I, I don't want to air out his dirty laundry and what's going on with him. Um, it's, it, it's not that it was creative differences. Let's just put it that way. He, uh, we, we couldn't really see eye to eye and I thought about doing this as a, a, a video but I didn't want my first uh, face on YouTube to be me trying to explain why myself and a friend aren't talking anymore and mostly trying to explain why there's weird gaps in our continuity in our catalog, why things sound strange, why we mention somebody who isn't around anymore, why we are the way we are. Um, Josh and I came to a head. Um, his heart didn't seem in this project for a while, leading up to us having our falling out. Um, and I had been doing a lot of thinking about how he was affecting me as a person. Um, as somebody with, uh, a mental illness on the depressive spectrum, if you, if you could call it that, uh, bipolar type two, I know how 
my mood is really easy to leech onto others um, and it's it's kind of disgusting I don't like it when I do it I don't like it when my irritable mania uh, rubs off on people and 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 and, 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 and causes problems um, in everyday life and I don't like when my depression um, absorbs people like some sort of awful black cloud blob monster um, so I understand doing that to people but I I don't try to do it and um, he and I fed each other's um, worst pieces is something that I began to think as we went on with this project and as I saw that his heart wasn't really in it um, and we thought that he had left uh, in April and then we let him come back because Ian and I couldn't do this alone and we thought that maybe you know I, I, I asked him to you know, hey sort your life out man like you need to things aren't going well and, and I need to see you step up um, for my own sake for your sake, for my sake, like, <sighs> and I know, like, part of our whole thing here is we've been friends for life, and uh, we want to make new friends, and friends this and friends that. But sometimes, um, as you get older, you realize that some friends can't be helped. Um, and sometimes you're completely powerless to do anything for them at all. And I had some hunches about some things that were going on behind closed doors for him. And it's just... We eventually just broke up because I wasn't being a good enough friend and couldn't just tell him that we weren't working out. Now, the last time I did one of these solo episodes, I did a big essay um, that was kind of about breaking up with friends and like why you have to do it and lots of purple prose and flowery language and all those things that I like. So I thought that I would do one off the cuff. But Josh got into some dire straits at some point in June or July. Things weren't going good for him. And I wanted to give him some time to figure his shit out. Um, and perhaps I could have told him that. I was trying to give him some time, but... At a certain point, you know, when someone's doing bad, contacting them and telling them, like, hey, you know that project we've been working on for six and a half months? Yeah, I'm putting you on, on hold until you figure your shit out. Um, it's kind of, it was just difficult, and I handled it fucking poorly. I handled it the worst way I possibly fucking could have, and I hate myself for it. I, I, I beat myself up for it all the goddamn time. I think about it constantly right now. I mean, not constantly anymore. It's been a bit... And I've worked, I'm starting to work past it, but I, I, I'm really upset with how I handled it. I should have talked to him about it. 
And, you know, while he was trying to figure his shit out, while, while I wanted him to figure his shit out, Ian and I had, you know, the show must go on. That That is kind of Ian a nice thing. You know, even if... The show goes on, you know? We're, we're here to do this. And it, it's, it's a goofy project. So if somebody's life... You know, your real life has to come before this shit. We're not making money at this. We're not... We're just doing this because we love doing it, because we love each other, because we like having fun together. And having fun comes after fixing your fucking life. So I didn't talk to the guy for two weeks. I, I'm sorry for that. Like, uh, The next thing I know, he's mad at me for not talk to, talking to him for two weeks. And um, he asked me to pull everything that he had worked on with us and that was august <laughs> and it's taken me this long you know i've been i've been battling back and forth on whether or not i should uh whether or not i i have to um and i've been informed by more than one person that i'm under no obligation to take down what he uh, uh what he was on so but he was my friend, and he he seems to feel like I was just using him. And if that's how he feels, um, I will respect his wishes. So I pulled everything down. And I was supposed to have pulled it down on August 31st and, like, start this whole new thing uh, going into November. But it was just, it was, it was really difficult to just get rid of it. But I'm, I still have them. You know, they still exist somewhere hidden away um, I don't want to erase you know the, the last cool thing that me and my friend did I want them I want it to exist but my hunches were confirmed and the, 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 there's a lot that's happened even since he's stepped away and I haven't been able to talk to him and I'm probably not going to be able to talk to him um that really sucks. It's really, really terrible. Um, my friend was fucked over. And there's literally nothing that I can do about it. And I couldn't watch him spiral out of control. And I couldn't let him drag me down as he, t as, as he went into a tailspin. And I can't now let being upset about him... his misfortune, his... I can't let that drag me down now. And no matter how much I care, no matter how much I, I wish that I could do something, in my position today, um, there's not much that I can do. And Josh, if you're out there and you happen to hear this, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry that you're having to hear any of this through this fucking means, but things just got to a point that I couldn't reach you anymore, and I wish that it hadn't have gone that way. I hope you make it out.
Godspeed and good luck. And good night, everyone.